0: Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today we're talking the World of Outlaws at Husitz Super Dirt Car Series at Albany, Saratoga. Answer some listener questions about streaming services and more. So let's jump in. It's never a bad thing to have the World of Outlaws racing on a Monday, and last night's show at Husitz kicks off a busy week between the South Dakota track and Jackson Motorplex in Minnesota. With a bunch of money on the line the next several days, we had a very healthy car count last night, and I don't expect that will change much this week. Besides the outlaws, there was the regular Midwest contingent, including guys like Brian Brown, Justin Henderson, Carson and Austin McCarl, Linton Jeffrey, and others. There are also some guys that towed out from the West Coast, including DJ Neto and Shane Golubik. And California guys Tim Kading and Dominic Selzy were in attendance driving for Midwest car owners. And we also saw the first appearance of Ian Madsen since he parted ways with McGee Motorsports and the All-Stars. He was driving the DeWall 16 that Brooke Tatnall has raced some this season. And of course, fresh off his NASCAR win Sunday at Nashville, Kyle Larson was on the property as well. In the night's feature, Donny Schatz led the first nine laps from second, but pole setter David Gravel slipped by him on the top to lead lap 10, and that was it. The track took rubber with about 15 to go in turn four, and from that point, there wasn't really a whole lot of movement in the field. Schatz made an attempt or two to get by Gravel, but that was unsuccessful. Gravel begged his sixth win of 2021, driving for Houston Speedway and Jackson Motorplex owner Todd Quiring. Always nice to win at your car owner's racetrack. Schatz was second, Kerry Madsen third, Brad Sweet fourth, and Kyle Larson completed the top five it's a shame the track took rubber late because we've been treated to some really good racing before that hopefully they get things squared away for tonight i continue to be impressed by Kerry madsen in the tony stewart 14. he hasn't finished worse than six in his past eight outlaw starts and that stretch includes seven top fives and four podiums i can definitely see him sneaking up this week and winning one of these races He's obviously got a lot of experience on these tracks uh, all around the Midwest for sure. Gravel's win last night closes up the gap a little more to Sweet in the standings with 42 points now separating them. Macedo has lost some ground in the last three races with two finishes of 15th. He's now 100 points back in third. An interesting note about the rookie battle. Aaron Reitzel currently sits uh, 324 points ahead of James McFadden in the driver standings. I think it'll be just about impossible for J-Mac to run him down. But if you look at the owner's points, the nine team of Casey Kane Racing and the Roth 83 are actually tied for seventh at the moment. If that had been McFadden in the car to start the season instead of Kane, we'd have a dogfight on our hands for Rookie of the Year honors. Looking at tonight, the intensity should ramp up a bit with $30,000 going to the winner. Last night's win for Gravel has helped him win the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula as he's now favored over sweet and shots for tonight. If you can't be at HUSITS, you can watch all of the action live again tonight on Dirt Vision. Back on Friday, the Superdork Car Series announced that three Canadian events on the schedule for 2021 have been affected by the border between the U.S. and Canada being closed due to the pandemic. Events at RPM and Oshuiken, originally scheduled for June 28th and July 25th, will not be run this year. There is hope that the June 27th race at Cornwall could be run later in the season, so that event is TBA for right now. We'll keep you updated as things change. Speaking of the Super Dirt Car Series, they are racing tonight at Albany Saratoga Speedway for the $7,500 to win Horsepower 100. Stuart Friesen enters as the series points leader over Matt Shepard and Matt Williamson. Friesen has three wins and five top fives in six starts, which lead all drivers. The last time the series was officially at Albany Saratoga was in September of 2019, when Demetrius Drellos topped Billy Decker and Williamson. There was a Dirt Car Big Block Modified race at the track in 2020, actually, as part of of October Fast. That race was won by Anthony Perego over Mike Mahaney and Ronnie Johnson. I think for tonight, you're probably looking at the usual suspects for the win. The two, Matts, Friesen, and Perego have certainly been good this year. And lots of guys are looking for their first 2021 uh, 2021 wins as well. Guys like Max McLaughlin, Billy Decker, Mahaney, Larry White, all still looking for Super Car Series wins. If you can't be at the track tonight, Dirt Vision has you covered with the live stream. I got an email a few weeks ago from Joe with some questions that I wanted to get to. We've had a bunch of stuff to talk about lately, but I wanted to try and shoehorn at least some of them in on today's show. The second half of his email has a bunch of streaming service questions, so I'll cover those today and then get to his other questions about some money and financing stuff at a later date. This first question is asking how the agreements between tracks and the streaming services work. In most instances, the streaming services are paying the tracks or series to cover their events. That could be a revenue share of any money brought in by the stream, or it could be a flat fee. For service that's selling yearly or monthly subscriptions, they're probably paying a flat fee, which is worked out in advance. Services that actually still do pay-per-view are often on a revenue share. Jeremy Elliott, for example, that started his SprintCarUnlimited.tv this season is doing a revenue split with the tracks. There are times too, though, where a streaming service doesn't pay the track because of how the sanctioning agreements are worked out, uh, but no, you know, understand that those sanctioning agreements are worked out in advance. Everybody understands the terms, um, and you, you'll see some anger about this from time to time, but remember, these deals are made in advance, so every, like there's, there's no question everybody knows how, how it works. Joe's other question is asking how come we still see some tracks that don't stream their events? I do think we're at a point where you can basically see any race from a major track or series on a streaming platform somewhere, at least in dirt racing anyway. Every Outlaw race, Lucas, USAC, All Stars, Summer Nationals, IRA, King of the West, USMTS, uh, most of them are available somewhere. If you pay attention to the streaming schedule at dirttracker.com, there's a boatload of racing on uh, a lot of the smaller streaming platforms every weekend as well. Sometimes I wonder how some of these tracks and smaller providers even make ends meet on those streams because there can't be huge crowds to watch uh, weekly IMCA racing at some of these tracks like just out in the middle of nowhere. You know, kudos to them for putting the racing on, uh, but it's got to be a tough deal there. I I wonder if they're they're able to make uh, enough money for that to really be valuable. For those tracks that still don't allow it though, or maybe some of the the long holdouts, the prevailing thought by the promoters has always been that it will take away from the gate. When I worked at World Racing Group, we did a few different breakdowns of Dirt Vision buyers through the years, and the numbers just didn't show that to be true. There's absolutely no way to replicate the ad track experience on an app or on your TV. So folks that actually can and want to attend, they're going to go to the racetrack. That's just how it is. And for some more context, Kenny Dobson, who runs Jacksonville Speedway in Illinois, was streaming some of his weekly racing for free on YouTube at one point. Jacksonville has since been added to Dirt offerings, but you don't stream your racing for free online if it's going to take away from your ticket sales. I believe the expansion of the broadcast has been a big positive for the industry. It's brought more eyeballs to the racing and has pumped a bunch of money into the system, which I think is good for everyone. If you have questions you'd like me to answer on the show, please don't hesitate to e- uh, email or DM them to me. The DMs on both my personal and social uh, on both my personal social media and dirt tracker social media accounts are open at all times. A couple of things before we wrap up today. This is the 346th episode of The Daily. And I've done an additional 49 episodes of conversations through this first kind of year and a half or so of Dirt Tracker. Curious what your thoughts are on what I've been doing so far. I get positive comments on the YouTube videos daily, which is really great, but I want to actually solicit your opinions on the shows. I've tried in recent weeks and months to not be so recappy with the daily shows, not talk so much about what's happening lap to lap, and instead try to give more context and analysis on what's happening and why. Let me know if I'm actually succeeding at that. Also, if there are things I don't cover that you wish I was, please don't hesitate to say so. I try and be fairly comprehensive, but if there are big things I'm missing, I would like to fix that. As for the conversations episodes, I'm wondering if you think I should continue doing them. I know there are a lot of options for you to hear those types of interviews now. There's a ton of different podcasts available and and different shows. And I don't wanna be repetitive and I don't wanna have the same people on. I don't want you to hear the same things over and over again. In terms of actual numbers, the top 20 most viewed videos on the Dirt Trekker YouTube channel are all actually daily shows. I only have one conversations episode that's actually broken over a thousand views. That really makes me wonder if I should continue doing them. Also, just for the sake of transparency, the YouTube videos are actually making a little bit of money now. Once you break 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours, YouTube allows you to put ads on your videos, and I'm sure you've noticed that in the last few months. I'm still a couple of grand in the hole on the entire Dirt Tracker project, but I will be using whatever money I generate to not only cover my expenses, but I also want to reinvest in the website and in the shows. That means better equipment for recording, supporting, you know, some of the local photographers by buying some photos. I've been doing that already. Uh, and I have some more ideas as well. In recent months, the YouTube channel has started to kind of outpace podcast downloads. So I'm not going to get rid of the podcast. I'm going to try and focus more on the videos and their production value. I've actually even in the last couple of weeks been using a different camera. I don't know if you noticed, but you can see my face in a lot more detail. We're approaching 140,000 total views on YouTube and that grows every single day. I really appreciate everyone that tunes into the show. It's it's been really exciting to watch the audience grow and numbers continue to rise. If you'd like to respond to any of this, have thoughts about what I'm doing, like I said, DMs and the email are open as are the comments below. There are three items on the streaming schedule for tonight with the aforementioned world of outlaws show at HUSITS and super dirt car series event at Albany Saratoga, both happening on Dirt Vision. There's also flow racing at 24 seven to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch visit dirttrackercom watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find dirt tracker daily where you get podcasts and YouTube. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. You can follow dirt tracker on Twitter, Instagram, 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 Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker, and you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.